Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight is Matt McMahon is hired as the next LSU basketball head coach for the Tigers. Will Wade who? <laughs> as my man already has a better resume at Murray State. Then what Will Wade does in his entire career, big pull for LSU AD Scott Woodward. I know, I know who Blake's being petty. Blake's being petty. I know, I know. Stop being a Rudy Poo. I know, I know all of it. But we'll talk about Coach McMahon and what it means for the LSU Tigers, what it may mean for LSU in reference to sanctions. Does LSU only get into probation? We'll talk on that. The LSU Lady Tigers fall tonight to the the Ohio State University. Is there a worse program to lose to outside of Alabama than the Buck Nuts of Ohio State? The Rudy Poos known as the Ohio State? I don't think so. But, but a very good season for the Lady Tigers. Going 26-6 and and Kim Mulkey's opening season at LSU is a very, very big deal. I think that she overshot her expectations and maybe what everybody thought her expectations would be. So a very, very good season for Kim Mulkey and the Lady Tigers with the number one player in the nation, right? <laughs> right up the road. I say right up the road, but a little bit of a North Louisiana attraction here. But what happens if Kim Mulkey goes and gets the number one player in the nation and she comes to pee back and she absolutely runs things like she's the queen of Baton Rouge? We will talk on that as well. Spring football is here, y'all. Who, Mike Jones? Mike Jones. As we will be talking about LSU spring football, 
uh, as well. And LSU fought, fell two out of three from tech, to Texas A&M. What does it mean for Jay Johnson? The game is called off tomorrow due to inclement weather. We might be able to try to come back, um, but the weather is supposed to be very bad tomorrow. So we'll, we'll monitor, monitor that and see. Um, so a lot to talk about tonight. A lot to talk about tonight. There is never, and I mean ever, a dull moment in Baton Rouge for LSU. Never, ever. I see that we're having some connection issues um, and some delay issues. So uh, bear with us uh, as it is starting to get a little bit of bad weather out there. Um, so we'll we'll push through. Um, we'll push through all of this. So we do have some big news. I told you that AYS was expanding. I want to bring on our new co or I say co-host slash producer, Zach Lee from the Tigers Avenue podcast, the guy that will be running all things behind the scenes. Zach, how are we doing tonight? My friend, man, we're doing good. I appreciate, you know, you added me to the team. Uh, you've definitely been a huge support for Tigers Avenue. And, uh, you know, it's something I love to do. And so if I get to be able to do something that I love and help you expand the AYS brand, uh, it's definitely a plus. I love it. I love you being here. And uh, welcome to AYS. So everybody get accustomed to Zach. Zach is going to be our new producer for AYS. So glad to bring you aboard. Zach, very quickly, um, what do you think about Matt McMahon becoming the new head coach of LSU? Yeah, it well, doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> I'm just joking. I, I had to hit the rock on you, right? Like, you know, we, we talk a lot of Rudy Poos yeah, I mean, and Rudy Cruz. Zach, I had <laughs> to hit it on you, right? You definitely hit it on me. You definitely hit it on me. Look, we're going to, Zach, Zach, we're going to table that because I'm going to talk about Coach McMahon and then I'm going to bring you on for you to give me your take on Coach McMahon. Fair enough? Let's do it. Hey, and Fair next enough. time, next time I won't hit you with the rock. How about that? I pinky swear. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> our good, our, our new producer, Zach Lee, is going to be joining us, doing everything uh, behind the scenes. So very, in all seriousness and all joking aside, uh, very, very glad for Zach and him being a part of our team. He will be telling you what he thinks about Coach McMahon uh, right after we get into it and get out of this break. Uh, looking forward to cutting some things back with Zach. I uh, think that we're going to learn a lot of good things. Maybe he, me and him going back and forth is going to bring open a lot of new things into AYS. So let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started. I uh, want to uh, wanna welcome our good friends over at Gramco uh, to the team. So before we do all of that, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. If you're on Facebook, go to Facebook. Share, share, share. How many times does a brother got to ask you to hit that like button before you hit that sucker and share to some Facebook groups right now? Let's do it because we got a lot to talk about. It, uh, talk about it. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. And uh, don't forget to see all of our clips. We're going to be putting some private clips up in the immediate future that the only way that you're going to be able to access those is if you are subscribed. So you want some detailed stuff about what's going on in spring football. The way that you do that is you have to be subscribed to AYS. So that will be coming as soon as LSU kicks it off for this spring football practice. If you're listening to us on the other podcast platform, 
Zachy, I got to tell you, I feel I, I feel a giveaway coming. If people go to over to Apple and subscribe, rate, and review, you better leave a comment. Give them five stars. That's all that I know. That's all that I know. All right, so let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Vernon Sons, betonline.ag, and our good friends over at Gramco. Guys, with over 65 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend Blake Rafino over at AYS. Since you on by, guys, March Madness is all here. All of it. Do you want to bet on the St. Peter's Peacocks? That doesn't flow off the tongue really well, but it's sure as hell that you can bet on them. Get over to Bet Online today. Use the Believe promo code BLEAV. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. And we want to welcome our good partners and our new partners from Gramco to the AYS team. Guys, I have to I gotta talk to you about Gramco. They are the new and best at the Delta 8 company based out of Florida. They are founded by college football junkies just like you and I are. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with familiar with this Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is an absolute leader in this field. They've got phenomenal products that I just have to tell you all about. First, all of us wake up in the morning and most of us have to have that coffee. Wake up with the wake and bake coffee and it's absolutely spectacular. You know them gummies, dude, and we're not talking Flintstones. We might even do it a little special about it. if you if you say something Rudy Poo inside these comments, well, you might get a Gramco Gummy Award of the day. Go over to Gramco today, thegramco.com. Use the AYS promo code AYS25. That's AYS25 for 20, 25% off on that deposit. Again, thegramco.com. And that way that they know that your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right. That's a lot to get into. But let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> let's get this thing rolling, y'all. All right. Get to a couple comments before we get started. Uh, Craig Schilling says Spectrum is going to Spectrum. Yeah, we're going in and out. We are going in and out. Uh, TJ Pittenger. How about that Gramco? I got to tell you, man, them gummies be hitting. But I, I, I will say, if somebody defends Will Wade here tonight, they're going to get the Gramco award for the show. Don't be high. Matt McMahon is here. I shouldn't say hi. Don't don't come out with a Rudy, a Rudy Pooh comment. You're going to get the Gramco award of the night. I promise you, man. I promise you. Uh, Brad Wentz says, welcome to the, uh, to my world, Mr. Blake. Let's get this thing rolling. Y'all <laughs> let's get this thing rolling. Y'all, uh, Jay Sedberry says, let's pay some bills. Big dog. Yeah. We got to pay them bills, man. It don't run around this thing. If we don't get to uh, pay the bills, we, this thing don't run. If y'all don't hit that like button and share either really, really does. not It really, really, really doesn't, but we do got a lot to talk about. You already know. Come on, man. Come on, man. If you missed the news, I don't know how you missed the news, but sometimes, you know, you know, sometimes people miss the news. Sometimes people miss the news. If you missed it today, LSU hired 
their new men's head basketball coach, Mac McMahon. Now, you might have known Coach McMahon from having guys on his team like John Morant, some things that he did at Murray State. But I have to tell you, I have to tell you, um, just coming off the top with this, okay, just coming off the top, uh, it, with everything that LSU is facing, this, I, I don't like saying slam dunk hires because slam dunk hires for me is like hiring Nick Saban. A national championship winning head coach, a, a final four head coach in this experience, a national championship, it'd be like going and hiring Kim Mulkey, which we're going to get to Kim Mulkey in just a second. But Matt McMahon is a very good basketball coach. And the basketball, basketball world today, when LSU did officially hire Matt McMahon, exploded. There's not a better X's and O's coach that LSU could have got. There's not a better guy that could navigate LSU through these deep waters of alleged sanctions that's going to be happening for LSU better than Matt McMahon. So we don't know a lot about Matt as a person. We know a little bit of him as a coach, us here at LSU fans. But I think that there's a deeper meaning. You know, I could run out here right now and tell you that... Matt McMahon was 154 and 67 at Murray State. I could tell you that he was 93 and 31 in his conference. A 70% winning percentage coach overall, 75% winning percentage in his conference. I could tell you all of that. I could tell you that he's won four titles, four division titles. I feel like I'm the rock. Four-time, four-time divisional champ. I could tell you all of that. I think the interesting thing of what Scott Woodward's telling you is is that LSU basketball wants to win now. So does Matt McMahon. Now, that's not to say LSU's not going to get hit with a, a, bowl, a, a postseason ban. I'm not sitting here telling you that tonight. I'm not sitting here telling you tonight that Matt McMahon is going to lead you to the Final Four next season. That's not what I'm telling you. What I am telling you is the basketball community, how they reacted, how Scott Woodward reacted, and we'll get to Scott right after this, tells me all that I need to know. It should tell you all that you need to know about what Scott Woodward saw in that interview with Matt McMahon. Matt McMahon, and we talked about this last night on the show, interviewing for the head coaching job. And for Scott to pull the trigger with less than 24 hours on the clock after that interview should, and it will tell you that he did knock that interview out of the park. Now, some will say that it's a very quick hire, and it was. Some would lead to believe that maybe, just maybe, Scott Woodward already knew his plans and already knew what the NCAA was going to do after the SEC uh, uh, SEC tournament. That's fair. That's fair. That, that, that's not unlogical of thinking. That's not going to win you the Gramco Award of the night. But if you think that Scott Woodward did not have this ready to go and Matt McMahon on his board ready to strike when the iron was hot, you're crazy. 
Now, the details of this contract is going to be coming out with the, probably within the next couple of days, maybe even a week. But I fully expect LSU and Scott Woodward to not pull their punches when it comes to years and when it comes to money. Not in the slightest. Because one thing LSU is going to have to do is to give Matt McMahon all the leeway in these first couple of seasons. They will. Now, we're going to continue to talk about Coach McMahon and what he does from X's and O's, guys that he was recruit. And I already know what the big thing is going to be from everybody in here. Sorry, starting. Well, Blake, can he recruit? Blake, can he recruit? I'll tell you this. You remember it was about so funny, so so crazy. It was about two months ago now. There was a guy by the name of Brian Kelly that got hired by LSU too. You know what your biggest complaint was then? Blake, he can't recruit. He can't do it. Have you seen the white boys at receiver for Notre Dame? That's literal DMs that I was getting. They're slow. They're not good. The best thing that Brian Kelly's ever done is be the sweetheart and the darling for the playoff. Well, hell, <laughs> if the playoff committee likes Brian Kelly, how is that a disadvantage for LSU? Then Brian Kelly turns right around and signs more five stars in this recruiting class than he's ever done at Notre Dame. Hmm. He only finishes with a top six recruiting class at, Notre, at LSU. He's never done that at Notre Dame. Hmm. Maybe, just maybe, when a good coach comes to a program, recruits want to come here. Let me tell you something, too. And we're about to get to Scott Woodward. If you think Scott wasn't waiting for renovations on the PMAC until Will Wade was out of there, you're also crazy. Because I'm here to tell you, sources. Zach, we're going to need a uh, a sources button. You know, we got the scary button. Here's the scary button, Zach. But we're going to need a sources button. Sources. Scott wants to win at everything, and so does William Tate, the fourth year president of LSU. They definitely want to win at basketball. Good coaches can recruit. Sometimes good recruiters can't coach. Ask Ed Orgeron. Oh, did that cut deep? Did that one really cut deep? Or is it the truth? Last thing, and I'm going to kick it over to Zach, our new producer of AYS. Then we'll kick some comments around here. Um, this finally cements the legacy that Scott Woodward has worked to his entire life. I don't think that there is a hmm, question mark to that. You know, Scott Woodward's had a dream of doing exactly what he's doing right now. Now he's hired the big four. LSU football, LSU baseball, LSU women's basketball, and now men's basketball. His legacy is about to be starting to, or at least start to be cemented. 
Jay Johnson a little off to a rough start, but Kim Mulkey, and we'll get into Kim. We'll get into the ladies, Lady Tigers tonight as they fill. Kim Mulkey exceeded her own expectations. What if so does Brian Kelly? What if so does Matt McMahon? This is going to either make or break Scott Woodward. So when you ask the question, who is Matt McMahon? Why is he doing this? Why is Scott hiring this guy? This is this man's legacy. That same guy that got Brian Kelly, who would never leave Notre Dame to come here. That's the same guy. I will tell you this in closing. If you're going to continue to defend Will Wade and question Matt McMahon, I I, I have no words for you, dog. You win the Graham Cole Award of the night. It's time to finally move on. The sigh of relief. Can we finally just move on? Because I am. All right, let's bring our new producer, Zach, into here. Zach, what do you think about, uh, and then we'll get to a couple of these comments, but what do you think about Matt McMahon being named the next head coach of LSU? Well, first off, like, I mean, any time that Scott Woodward uh, is behind the hire, I I don't know that you can miss. Uh, And so, you know, we had full confidence that Scott Woodward was going to make a great hire, you know. And as you know, and a lot of our viewers know, we are from the Memphis area. And so, you know, one of the first names that popped into our mind was Matt McMahon because, I mean, we're here in Memphis. And so we're watching the MVP-like season that John Moran is having. And, you know, he was obviously under Matt whenever he was at Murray State. And the career that Matt has had at Murray State has been very impressive. And so obviously one of the guys that popped into our head and then you go and you look at his salary and you're like, this dude's making $500,000 and Kim Mulkey is making 2.5 this year. And you're like, obviously LSU could go and get Matt McMahon. And I'm not sure what the contract is going to look like when it's released. You know, I would think somewhere, Blake, that it's going to be in the neighborhood of a six-year, 18000000 million, six-year, $24 million contract. I'm not sure. You can give me your thoughts on that. But – I'm really impressed with this hire. And, you know, I think also with how fast they made this hire, I think there is a potential to preserve some of the players that you have on the roster right now. I mean, now Matt McMahon can come back, come into this program and he can immediately begin to re-recruit the players that LSU has. And, and he can now get on the recruiting trail early for high school prospects coming out. And so, you know, I, I'm really impressed. It's It's been different because it, it, it wasn't really like a, a normal Scott Woodward hire that we're used to. You know, there wasn't this uh, kind of long process where you, you hear all these different names and then, boom, all of a sudden you hear it's this one guy that you didn't even really hear a lot. But we heard McMahon early coming out of LSU, and he was the guy. And so I'm excited and I'm looking forward to next season. Even with the sanctions that they'll possibly be dealing with, I'm excited to see what he can do with this team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, you have to, and you asked me my opinion, you're going to have to give him a six-year contract, no matter what the money is. Uh, I mean, the years on this contract is bigger than the actual money because of what LSU is going through, right? I mean, it's it's, it's not a question mark decision on this one. 
Uh, what I would say, though, is I think LSU might be in the six-year, $30 million mark. I, I think you're going to have to give him close to $5 million a year because he's got a lot of work he's going to do. I think LSU is going to do some renovations around the PMAC. They want a winner. LSU wants to be in March Madness. There's too much money to be made out there not to be in March Madness. So, Zach, that's what I think. Yeah. So, I mean, look, let's get to a couple of these comments here, Zach, if you want to help me bring some of these up, too. Um, I, I Look, we'll get to some some LSU football here, here in a second. Um, see, like Edward O says, go off tonight, Blake. Uh, I need a good rant. We'll, we'll get to one here in a minute. But I, I just don't I don't believe, Zach, for a minute, um, that there's a that there's a chance that the years aren't uh the bigger question mark in, in any of this. Um John Bolin on Facebook says, if McMahon can recruit a legit shooter, I'll be sold on him. Now that that is probably and Zach, good job bringing up these comments. I'll I'll I love this already. I'm already I'm already loving Zach as the producer already. Uh John, I agree with that. Um and, and look. The resources that you have, and look, even being in the state of Kentucky, I don't really care how he got John Morant, to be honest. He's still in the round of 32. He's still in the state of Kentucky at Murray State, maybe not even the third, maybe the third best program in the state and not even a Power 5 uh, team here. Um, for, for that alone for me, and Kentucky is a basketball-rich state. What has he learned there? What is he going to bring to LSU? He wants to compete in the SEC. Come on, dog. Let's roll with it. So, John, I, he can go and get guys like John Brandt. I don't care about the recruiting story. I don't care who, how you got a guy on campus. You got him. He was a number two overall pick. You made a push. That is what it is there. That is what it is there. Uh, Pierce Lee says, ever since the announcement, I can't help but daydream about how crazy it would be or have been if the Pels – had drafted John Morant and now McMahon being the LSU job. Man, that that's that's wild, isn't it? That would have been very wild. Um, but yeah, it, it would have seen it would seem and appear as if uh <laughs> Zach, we're a Popeye's biscuit away from our number one overall pick from um wearing a size fifty pant. You know, like is Zion here's the question. Is Zion the pole of the day? Is Zion wearing a, a, a pant size of 50 plus, 40, 46 plus? That's the question, but would have been very wild nevertheless. Uh, Kenny Futch says the schedule works in LSU's favor. Um, in, what, in what capacity? Maybe I accidentally clicked that. Zach, that's probably, that might be on me. That might have been, that one might have been on me. So we're working out some kinks here. We're working out some kinks. Uh, Brad says some people do not understand long-term effects of the recruiting trail and what it could, what it can positively do, uh, to coaching. And look, what if, what if there is a scenario where he's able to get some of these guys to return? You, you never know. You never fire and hire a coach because of one year's worth of recruiting. People don't like hearing that. People don't like hearing that, but it's the truth. You can't worry about it. Let him go out there and get things done. He's a good coach. Good coaches can recruit, especially at a program like LSU. So the long-term performance in all of this, you know, look, we'll see. And, 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 and to me, to me, 
look what Kim Mulkey did in one season. Guys, the transfer portal is going to change a lot of this. It's changing it in football. It's changing it in, it's changing it in, in women's basketball. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen with LSU men's basketball? Guys, Tari Easton might be and probably more than likely is the best player on your team right now or was the best player on your team. I'm very happy with Kim Mulkey. Okay, I, I don't um, – I, I want to use my words here carefully. Um, I got to tell you, I wasn't expecting this. So, at, you know, talking about Coach Matt McMahon and him being here tonight, even going into the PMAC tonight, I wasn't – expecting Kim to do what she did. She's got to get her girls in there. Bottom line. They, they're they not good shooters from the perimeter. Uh, me and Zach were looking this up before the game. Ohio State shoot shot 22 shots from three. I think made 11 of them. So what they're either right, right at 50% or a shot below 50%. You can't, you can't trade twos and threes, man. That's not how this game works. She's, she's going to be able to come in here and recruit. There's always great talent in the state of Louisiana when it comes to women's basketball. She's a good recruiter. Um, I, I thought personally, I thought personally that Kim Mulkey kind of outkicked her coverage a little. Um, Zach, let me ask you this uh, very quickly. I know that you were watching this, uh, but did you, did you see when Kim said that Matt McMahon was her choice uh, for for head, for the men's head basketball coach, if Kim Mul if you're Scott Woodward and Kim Mulkey, it was talked about on the telecast night. But if you're Kim, if you're if you're Scott Woodward and she walks in your office and says, "Hey, go hire Matt McMahon," I, I mean that that's really telling in and of itself too, right? Yeah, I mean that speaks volumes. I, I did not get to see that. We were we were in our show during the second half and during most of the telecast, but you know. I, Obviously, if that's what happened, then I would think Scott Woodward heavily respects her opinion. Um, and, you know, an another name that was mentioned before the Mac McMahon was Scott Drew. And we knew that there were problems there uh, with him and Mulkey. The and comb so, over. The comb over yeah, being the biggest. Exactly. So, you know, they obviously, I think, respect her opinion. Uh, and it at least matters a lot. And and with what she's doing with the women's program right now, and, and and not only just the program, but with LSU basketball athletics as a whole, um, you know, why wouldn't you? You know, and it's interesting. I'll bring this up and, and, and get your thoughts on this too. Uh, but C-Man on YouTube says, no, you're not paying McMahon more than Mulkey. Uh, the, hell you, the hell you're not. <laughs> I, I, I don't know um, – you know, I was Will Wade's making more than her, and he had to take a, a pay cut to stay at LSU. So um, he's going to make more than Kim, you would think, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Spencer Trahan, he came in here. He said men's basketball makes more money than women's basketball, so it makes sense to pay the men's basketball coach more than women's. I mean, that's just a known fact. I mean, men's basketball is going to generate more revenue, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, and you would think that it, it may come off as a, as a, as a slight, if, if McMahon was to come in and be making less than Kim Mulkey, that, that may be the case. I'm not sure, but either way, he's going to be getting paid. I agree. 
I agree. You got and, and look, she's not having to navigate through what he's about to navigate through either. I, I exactly. mean, so let's not, you know, let let's not act like it's not. All right, let's get to a couple more of these comments very quickly. Uh, and then I want to transition to some some football too. We're not gonna stay too terribly long. We'll we'll you know, I I, I see everybody's talking about the stream. It's okay. There's bad weather outside. I can't affect the weather. Um, Brandon Reese says McMahon will make more than weight. Yeah, I agree with that. I I don't see a scenario where she do, where you know she, she would make more than him. But look, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's. Uh, Abum says, how far will this program be set back with these allegations? Because this would delay the program moving forward. Um, but we don't really know. Like if you're, if you're in a one year bowl band, you know, this is different than football, right? Like there are a lot of guys in here that could be one and done with the portal. Uh, we, again, we saw Tari Eason from Cincinnati come down here and be your best play overall player. So I, I'm not necessarily sure that it sets you back as far as you, as you already do. Now, what if LSU gets a one year probation? What does Scott Woodward know that we don't? What does Matt McMahon know that we don't? Why do you take this job right now knowing that LSU could face serious sanctions, right? Um, so I, I, I don't um, – no, I, <laughs> no I, I think that they'll be fine because, again, with the portal – and here's another thing. With the NIL, there's a scenario where you could – you know, game coin – Game Coley's already paying the women's basketball team an NIL deal, right? So what happens if they come in here and they start doing the same for Matt McMahon? Matt's going to have to go around, shake some hands, and kiss some babies. So I, I'm not I, I'm not here going to say that he can't, but there was a lot of people that did not want to deal have dealings with Will Wade. You're not going to like that. The media is not going to portray that. The media is not going to push that. But, guys, I'm telling you, there's not a lot of people that wanted to do business with Will Wade because, number one, they thought he was sloppy. And, number two, they didn't think he would be here much longer. And they panned out to be right. I know you don't like hearing that. Um, but, yeah. Um, let's do this, Zach. Let's get to a very, very quick break. Um, let's pay some more bills, and then we'll go into some football. I'll get some of your takes about football here, too. Uh, and then we'll get rolling for spring and then we'll, we'll, we'll end it and we'll do the hashtag. We'll put, because it's a Monday late night, we don't know that if we'll be able to go tomorrow, we'll put a hashtag ask Blake in there, asking fire, uh, fire or rapid fire questions in here, uh, as well. Let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams law firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com and our good friend, Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, I got to tell you, criminal real estate, successions, titles, anything and everything that you need to be done. If it involves an attorney, the Drake Williams Law Firm literally is the best law firm in the North Shore to take care of all of those needs or really in all of the Southeast of Louisiana. 985-386-7600, 985-386-7600, the drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Call them today, get a free consultation or call them tomorrow. I don't think they'll be there right now. It's almost 10 o'clock at night. But call them today for a free consultation on any of your needs. Mention that you heard it from here on AYS. Again, 985-386-7600. Tell them Blake Rafino sent you on by my good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, with gas prices rising up the rafters. 
speaking of putting things in the rafters, those gas prices are in the rafters. Reduce your life, auto, and home insurances by giving my good friend Carol Falls a call today, 985-395-4300. That's 985-395-4300. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Um, we'll I'll get to a couple of these comments and then we'll get to uh some football. Uh, I am seeing and Zach. I don't know if you could find some of these comments for me right quick uh, after Penn Jones's, but a lot. Some people were asking about Jaden Daniels. I do want to talk about Jaden Daniels and put that report to rest if we can find that. Uh, but Penn Jones says, "Guess you're not the great god of the weather, Blake." No. Um. I'm not the Greek god of the weather. What I am the Greek god of is bad stream performances when it comes to connectivity. That's what I'm the Greek god of. If there is ever a a uh if there is ever if there's a god for bad stream connectivity, I am the god of that. Spectrum you Rudy Poos. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. The Rudy Poo's known as Spectrum, uh, but I wanted to—I wanted to find this, um, and I'm looking too because a lot of people were asking about Jane Daniels. Maybe we're we're able to find it. Maybe we're not. Uh, but Reagan Lee, the brother, the pastor of our our good producer Zach Lee, says, "My boy Zach, a business thing. Yeah, he is." Yeah, he is. Skipper Tally says, we're the Greek god of lemon pepper steppers. You're damn right. Hold on one second. I hope I don't take this shoe off and then everything just goes cr- crazy. Lemon pepper steppers, y'all. You already know. These things don't come off, man. These things don't come off, man. Uh, the Golden Boot Pod, who had a fantastic show last night, was uh, aired this morning, says... You're the great god of thin crust pizza. You're god dang right. Don't you forget it. Don't you forget it. All right. I don't know if I... I can't really find it either here, Zach. Um, But somebody was asking earlier about Jaden Daniels. There was a report. I don't know who it was from. It was a Rudy Pooh report saying that uh, Jaden Daniels wasn't... Oh, we need to talk about free agency. We might. I might do a special edition tomorrow about... Some NFL Zach, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to branch out the AYS horizon here because Jameis did sign. We'll we'll talk about Jameis there at the end. Um, Jane Daniels is on campus. Jane Daniels is uh for uh, is gonna be participating in spring football, which by the way starts this week. Now, let me let this be known from the very beginning. From the very, very beginning, I can't screen this from the rafters enough. If Jane Daniels is not QB1, on the reps that the media shows you on day one, don't freak out. Don't also say, come in here and say, Blake, I told you. I told you Miles Brennan's got a bazooka of an arm. He's got more rolls than Lambert Seafood. Don't do it. He legitimately has been there since and has committed since the Obama administration. I would desperately hope 
I would desperately hope that he gets a good look. Jane Daniels has not been here a couple, but a couple of weeks at max, maybe even within 10 days. He's going to have to get in this playbook. He's going to have to find out what, you know, the different calls that Mike Denbrock wants to do, the different things that Brian Kelly wants to talk about. So don't freak out. But let me tell you this. I want everybody on Grides Green Planet to hear me. You don't bring in Jaden Daniels unless you want him to be and project him to be QB1. I would fully anticipate that Jaden Daniels, at the end of all of this, is going to be QB1. We talked about for two months before he committed, and I'm going to tell you this now. The push and the hope and what the staff believes is Jane Daniels will be QB1. From the offense that they want to run, from what we're going to go out there and watch practice, yes, we will be there. Jane Daniels will be QB1. That's the hope. The biggest thing for this entire spring, the entirety of spring, it doesn't necessarily matter who's showing out. Yes, you want to know that. Yes, you want to see guys stand out. Yes, you want to see guys progress. The number one thing for Brian Kelly, the number one thing for Mike Denbrock, the number one thing for Brian Polian, the number one thing for Matt House is installation. Can you install what you want, your base and your core on offense? Can you install what you want to do on defense? What kinds of things do you want to do on special teams? Guys, I'm telling you, I've been through multiple, multiple coaching changes and coordinator changes. The only thing that matters, the absolute only thing that matters this spring is learning your playbook, learning how your coach likes to call things, even in practice, and learning what the offense needs and offense and defense needs to do. That's it. That is it. Mike Jones Jr. came on this show. A guy that has played for Brent Venables, has played for Durante Jones, has played for Dabo Sweeney, has played for Ed Orgeron. Me and him both agree, and we have talked about, when you go into a new system, the only thing that matters is installation. Now, offensively, it's so much bigger than it is defensively. We know that in a week's time, LSU completely imp- implemented a defense against Alabama, and they had six rushing yards, which is very, very scary. Very, very scary for everyone involved. Everyone involved. So when we go out there in a couple of days, and I'm shooting with this camcorder, Jane Daniels absolutely slinging them dimes, and you're like, here comes Miles Brennan, Blake. Relax. Relax. Don't panic. The number one thing, too, that I'm looking on offense is how is this offensive line going to be? I think our stream just might have busted. No, we're still on there. It's being Rudy Pooh. We're trying. We're trying. Uh, but the number one thing, we'll we'll cut it, we'll cut it short a little bit tonight here, too. 
we'll pick up back tomorrow if we can because um yeah no we're still live Whew, thank god zach I, I completely forgot what i was just talking about oh 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 oh, oh. this offensive line this offensive line, the number one thing is their cohesiveness. They have talent all across the board. Can, Dele- can Garrett Dellinger pick up uh, play calls? Can he pick up protection calls? Can he slide the line to the right side, the left side? Uh, can he, he make the right calls for guys to squeeze? Can he you know, tell his quarterback what he's saying without giving it all away? Can Miles Frazier put another All-American season together out there at left tackle? Does Tyler Steen commit to LSU? Does Trayman Shorts, Traymon Shorts become the, the new starting right guard? You got pieces along the offensive line. Here's the truth. You got serious talent along the offensive line. Now you got to be a cohesive unit. You got to figure out how to work very quickly. And Brian Kelly is going to be over that offensive line. If you think that he's not going to be making sure that the offensive line knows what they need to do schematically, you're outside your box. The one thing that Brian Kelly has excelled at, the number one thing, is that his offensive line always knows, always knows where to be. They don't get bullied. They just don't. So I'm more worried about what the offense is going to look like at this point than the defense. But that's when any coaching changes happen and implementation happens. It's a big college word for you. I learned it. I learned it when I graduated from Southeastern. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> All right. If you have any more uh, questions, fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat. Hashtag Ask Blake. I think Zach. What we'll do is we'll get some more questions in here, and then we'll we'll. Uh, We'll call it a night. But uh, Trey Guy says, Blake, we with you, dude. Keep on keeping on. Oh, we're going to keep up. Keep on keeping on, dog. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Um, Freddie Tucker says, Jane Daniels makes the offense more dynamic and explosive. Brennan time has passed by a long time ago. Well, again, we're going to continue to talk about this. And um, Zach, at the end, I'm going to get your thoughts on Jane Daniels. But... Um, For me, for me, when people say Miles Brennan fits this offense more, have you, it's like, it's like I ask people all the time, have you read a book? It's like, have you watched film? Like, read a book. (laughs) I I mean, dog, read a book. Know what you're talking about. Because if you're, if you're going to say, oh, you know what you sound like? Like Landon. Uh, uh, Benoit says right here, Blake, you need a Farmer Fran hat uh, for when you do those redneck impressions. I'd be God dang, bull. Listen, listen. This You ever notice very quickly how country people tell a story? Listen, I got in a big truck the other night and uh, was leaving. It was, it, their girlfriends are always named like the most country thing of all time. I, I, I was leaving uh, uh, I was leaving Samantha's house the other night and, uh, you know, I was listening to the AYS podcast and he said that, uh, Miles Brennan, he ain't got a pot to piss in that boy. Sorry. And I don't ever say that, but 
I mean that man. I mean, he look. He he man. You know he tore. You know he tore his his rib bone. He tore his rib bone. Yeah, Seth. I'm telling you, the man up there with the purple hat on, who always wears purple, looks like Barney. Said that Miles Brandon broke his rib bone. Yeah, man. Ting. I mean, how do you break a rib bone on your day off? So I, I don't, I, you know, I don't really know. Uh, I, I, I don't really know. But I, I tell you what, though, man, he could throw that son of the bitch. Man, I tell you what. Hey, Samantha, can you get my skull? It's right there by my chair. My skull, the green can. I mean, God bless it. She's so damn stubborn. <laughs> like that. That's the guys that I envision in Mississippi who think Miles Brennan's the best quarterback in the country. Is that a good impression? I, I mean, and then to finish the story, to finish the story, and he was saying this 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 guy from uh, Arizona State, Jalen Daniels. I mean, I wonder if he. Look, I wonder if he's related to, uh, to Jack. <laughs> you know, me and Jack go a long way back. <laughs> hey, hey, Billy, you remember that night before homecoming? <laughs> remember when we won? Remember when we won homecoming and we we stole the Jack Daniels from the local supermarket? Trust me, I grew up with them. <laughs> Reagan Lee says, as a Mississippian, I'm offended. Tell me I'm lying. Pastor Lee, tell me I'm lying. Anyway, just don't just relax about all this. Anywho, anywho. Uh, Samantha, that that's not skull, baby. That That's kitty litter. Anyway. All right, uh, Zach, I'm going to end this out with you, brother. Jane Daniels. Uh, first off, that's a, you know, it seems like you and Zach, you and your brother Reagan here uh, are from Mississippi. Tell me that wasn't a spot on impression, by the way. Hey, I, you're not far off. I'm not going to lie. Now, now, further south, you about hit it dead on. Now, we're, we're kind of more up north, you know, we're, we're closer to Memphis, so little bit different here at the tip of the sip as we like to call it but uh we do we not don't we don't we, we, we don't we don't call anything the sip and ays dog let's <laughs> l leave that for lane kiffin leave that for the troll known as lane kiffin right we will okay. but uh <laughs> we uh you know we don't disagree with you on on the miles burning here take so jane daniels he doesn't come in here not to be qb1 correct yeah man i mean you're looking at a guy that's had three years at starting at another place. I mean, the guy comes in in 2019. He throws for almost 3,000 yards. You've got 2020. We know what 2020 was. It was coronavirus year, everything. He threw for only like, I think, 700 yards that, you know, then. But that, that's, that's out of the question because that was the coronavirus year. Then you throw for over 2,000 yards this year, and that was without a lot of weapons that you had in the previous two years. And – you know, there's a lot of turmoil over at Arizona State. And one of the things that we said, Blake, was that it, it seemed like they were a perf perfect fit for each other. Like, Jaden Daniels needed LSU, 
and LSU needed Jaden Daniels. I agree. I mean, there really wasn't any other program, major program out there available that had not already got their quarterback whenever Jaden Daniels was in the transfer portal. And so, I mean, why not else go to LSU? I mean, you've got Kayshawn Butte, you've got Malik Neighbors, you've got Jack Besh, Brian Thomas Jr., Jare Jenkins. I mean, you've got all those guys. Why not leave Arizona State and go and throw to those guys and have John Emery and Noah Kane in the backfield? I mean, it just seems like it's just pretty straightforward. Um, and for me, the biggest thing is this guy has experience. Like, I don't understand the thought that Miles Brennan has, like, got all this experience. Yeah, yeah, the dude's been here seven years, it feels like, and he's only got three games under his belt other than backup duty, and that's it. But this QB, he's got three years of experience, and in my opinion, he's just a better QB talent-wise. Does Miles Brennan have a cannon? Yes. But let me tell you what, Miles Brennan is not going to be able to do the things that Jaden Daniels can do with his feet. And that's what we have seen from the Mike Denbrock offense. He wants somebody that can move with their feet. Obviously, we see that from Desmond Ritter. And so I think that this was Mike Denbrock and obviously Brian Kelly going out and getting a guy that they want to fit their scheme. I agree. I agree with you there, Zach, wholeheartedly. And I just, you know, it is a it is the best fit for him. And I think it's a – you know what's funny, too, is that we're talking about it being comfortable and a fit for, for Jane Daniels and LSU. What we're not talking about is it being a fit for Mike Denbrock, right? Like nobody is talking about how exactly. Mike Denbrock has a specific way that he wants to call a game. And if you have a pocket passer – you might not be able to do things, meaning if it's third and one and you like something and the defense is giving it, giving you something, you might want to call something specific and you're unable to do that. Now, bottom line is, bottom line is this: he's going to have to come in here and learn the playbook. He's a grad, a grad transfer at, at all ends and, and butts about this, so he can go into this film room and figure it out and, and study and be with Mike Denbrock. Um, For sure. So, by, so bottom line is this. He does not come here at all, at all, without anticipating being QB1. That's not to say, though, that Miles can't beat him out because Miles can. But we haven't seen him for two years. Let's see what he does uh, and, and go from there. Uh, anything, Zach, that I said tonight uh, before we get out of here, anything that you want to recap on, anything that you want to bring back up on, it might be a good way to end the show. Something maybe – you know, I was thinking, Zach, maybe something I messed up on or something I said good, we can we can re recap on. Anything tonight that you want to recap on? Not really, but one of the things I do want to mention is, you know, I, I think it was uh, one of our con one of our viewers listed his comment, and they said, you know, it was, it was really important that Jaden Daniels is getting to LSU at this moment. Like, he's coming to LSU now. You know, it, it'd be one thing if he had entered the transfer portal you know, closer to the fall, later in the spring, and then then he comes to LSU. Well, then you don't have as much time to to learn the scheme and, and, and get and, and understand the playbook and all those things. But now that he's able to get here at this time in this moment, you know, he's going to have such more time to be able to prepare himself to be able to take over that QB1 spot. And, and as you mentioned, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that's exactly why he, he is here at LSU. He is not here to ride the bench. He is here to be QB1, and you better believe that he's going to be putting in the work uh, to get that spot. 
I mean, the last grad transfer that we had coming here, you know, Joe Bar, he was able to come in here, you know, take like an online class or two. And he's at football ops like the whole day. And I think you're going to see that similar with Jaden Daniels. Like he's going to be at football ops a lot. This dude's going to live and breathe at, at football. You ops. would hope. And at least you would hope. Yes, exactly. You sure do hope that that's, that, that's, that's what he does. And I think with the situation where with him coming in as, as early as, as it is now, I think that definitely bodes well for him. Uh, in that aspect. Good day one for you, dog. It's a very good one day one for you. I, I, I must admit. I must admit. All right, we're going to cut a little bit short. We're about 10-17 in to the show. We'll see you guys hopefully again tomorrow, depending on what the weather does and how things are going. Until then, guys, we'll see you all soon. Y'all have a good night. Thank you to Gramco. Guys, go over there. Use the AYS25, uh, AYS, or promo code AYS25 at checkout. Again, AYS25. Let them know that your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. We'll see y'all again tomorrow. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.